Today, I want to share with you the story of Graced Health, how it came to be by doing something that looked like I was doing nothing, and how you can apply that same approach in your life. Stick around. Hey there, I'm Amy Connell, and welcome to the Graced Health Podcast. I'm a certified personal trainer who wants you to know your eating, your movement, and your body don't have to be perfect. You just need to be able to do what you're called to do. This podcast is for women who want simple and grace-filled ways to take care of themselves and enjoy a little chocolate in the process. And speaking of chocolate, this is releasing the Tuesday after Easter, and there's probably some chocolate in your house. There is in mine, and I proactively decided with the help of my coach, Candace, to uh, take all sugar out of my diet for the week. So I am on day two of uh, no sugar. And full disclosure, I'm actually recording this on the Saturday before Easter, because obviously I can't record and release in the same day, at least I can't, maybe other people can. So I'm just, I'm willing myself Like I'm just, I'm naming it and I'm going to say that it's going to be true. So someone hold me accountable (laughs) that I have not yet had sugar uh, on the Tuesday after Easter. So I will, I'm going to try my hand at making a carrot cake. If that works well, I'll post it somewhere. Um, So I'm going to have some sugar on Sunday. Sorry, Candice, but starting Monday, Monday through Friday, no white stuff, no added sugar. So we will see, but I'll definitely be staying away from the chocolate this week. I wanted to give you a little bit of um, kind of background into how Graced Health came to be. I know I shared shared some of it on the My Story episode, but I didn't really dig into um, the genesis of where this came from and probably to me the most impactful and most important component of how Graced Health started. In 2015, my family and I moved into a new house. We stayed in the same neighborhood, but we um, built a house. It was a long process. It took a lot of time and energy and and all the things of, of building a house. And we moved in and this was, you know, the house that we wanted to finish raising the kids in. And uh, we put so much thought and intentionality into it. And it really should have just been a time of contentness. Unfortunately, that's not how my soul was. I very quickly kind of after that initial excitement, and we got moved in and boxes unpacked and everything kind of where it was, I got I got very unsettled. And, um, you know, I wouldn't say it was it was depression, um, or any kind of a mood disorder, but I just knew there was something that was not right in my world. I was, um, you know, I found myself crying at some times, and maybe short with my family members. And just all in all, I, I just knew I knew that God, I don't even know that I knew that God wanted me to do something. I just all I knew was, I didn't feel right. And I didn't feel like my normal Amy. So we moved in in August. And then my Bible study started back up in September, like we had been. And instead of doing a particular study, 
we just watched some videos from various conferences. And I think it was just maybe the second time in, maybe the third, we watched a video, I believe it was from one of the if gathering um, conferences that Jenny Allen puts on. And it was kind of an interview slash conversation with Shauna Nequist and her mother, Lynn Hybels. Lynn shared her story of being a pastor's wife, a mom. Um, I think she was the director of one of the ministries at their church and just all the things that go along with being all of these roles. She has a pretty broad story that goes along with this. So I will shorten it a lot. And uh, basically she came, I don't know if the word is disenchanted or disillusioned. That's at least how I absorbed it with kind of all things and really had a long season of um, struggling and struggling with God and struggling with her role. She shared that she almost didn't even have the energy to pray. And um, I think was in such a, a, a tough place that she just wasn't really in at that in that space where she felt like she could or wanted to pray. She ended up spending a lot of time on her chair and in other places just sitting and just said, you know, I'm just going to sit with God. And she didn't come to him with um, a lot of praises and a lot of prayers and a lot of, you know, all the things that we think that we are supposed to be doing when we sit with God. But she just said, I'm just going to sit with him. I'm sure I have botched that story up. So Lynn, if, if you ever hear about this, I'm really sorry if I did, but that was my takeaway. And that's my memory from, <laughs> from five years ago when I, um, when I watched that conference, but that has stuck, that really stuck with me. And I walked away from that Bible study that day thinking, this is something I need to do. At a minimum, it's not going to do anything. And just like for Lynn, where God really kind of slowly started picking her up and putting her pieces back together and giving her clarity and renewed passion, I thought it can't hurt. I might as well try that. That's exactly what I did. I spent several many weeks just going outside as I could and just sitting. And I was just sitting with God. The visual I like to give people is, you know, sometimes my husband and I will go sit outside in that same spot, actually, that I was. We have two chairs, we share an ottoman, and a little side table in between us. We often will have a bottle of wine in between us and a glass in each hand. And sometimes we find ourselves where we're not talking and we're not having a conversation, but we're just sitting there, looking around, enjoying God's beauty, and uh, just being in each other's presence. So that is kind of the relationship that I embraced with God at that time. I didn't, I too, I didn't have a laundry list of prayers. I didn't, I didn't go through all the things that I felt like I should be saying to God. I didn't go through all the things that, uh, you know, I had learned of great ways to pray. And, And none of these are wrong. But for me in that moment, I needed to put all of that aside. And I just needed to be with God. And I needed everything else taken away. 
Now, this is five years later, and I realize now this is somewhat, I think, a form of maybe meditation. You know, Elizabeth Barber on last week's podcast was talking about um, praying and meditation how praying is you talking to God and meditating is hearing what God has to say to you. I think that's a great way of looking at it. I'm sure God talks to us. I know God talks to us in a lot of different ways, but taking that space and uh, just clearing it away was really impactful to me. And the reason it was impactful is after several weeks of really giving God my time and nothing else, I just started hearing little bitty whisperings of, right, right. And it was the W-R-I-T-E, not R-I-G-H-T, just to be clear. (laughs) Because as I say that, I'm like, oh, you don't know which one I'm saying. I'm saying right, W-R-I-T-E. As I started listening to that, and at first I was like, God, no, you have been telling me to do this for several years and that's not a good idea. I've had, I had had previously several people say, you should blog, you should blog. And this was, you know, more 2000, I don't know, 12, 13, 14, when blogging was a little bit um, more widely read. And my response always was, I, the world does not need another health and fitness blogger. I mean, that talk about a saturated market, I am not going to do that. And so that's what I told God, I was like, Oh, no, no, no the world does not need another health and fitness blogger. I am not going to do that. And he said, Oh, but you are, and you're going to talk about it in a different way. And you're going to talk about how we can't take care of our health and our body without realizing why I want you to. And so that's really, you guys have heard the mission. I won't get into all of that, but we take care of our body so we can do what we're called to do. All of that came from that quiet moment in the presence of God, without any other agenda. Now, you may hear me say this, and I can tell you that that time is so um, precious and cherished to me. And I'm so glad that I just followed that instinct. And you might hear that and think, well, I'm sure she still does that every day. And my response to that is, I don't. (laughs) I don't. I, I I don't know why I don't, to be honest. I was kind of given a little bit of thought to that. And I think a lot of it is I am I am a doer. I am a checklist maker. I like productivity. In fact, my um my sons and I had some conversations about homeschooling because we are in the middle of homeschooling right now. Now, thankfully, I'm not really doing any schooling, but I said, you, you've got to show me what you're working on. Like, show me the pieces of paper that you're doing for algebra uh, because I need to see that you have been productive. <laughs> I, I, I really like productivity. You know what doesn't feel productive? Sitting outside. And again, not even getting that prayer time in, not even going through the, gosh, you know, God, thank you for this. And, and I, I, I praise you for your creation. I mean, like none of that, that does not feel productive to me. That is an issue that I have, and I am working on it. But that's one reason why I don't know why I just feel I just don't go doing that. And then I will also say, especially having my people home, I feel like it looks like I am a little worthless. And again, part of my DNA is not being worthless and being productive. I, I like to do things. (laughs) 
I like, I like to get things done. And it doesn't always feel like I'm getting things done, even though I know I am. Now, I don't know why I'm not consistent about this. It I, I always leave that it's feeling like I have just done like a really gentle mobility class, which if you've done any of those mobility classes with me on Facebook Live, you know what I'm talking about, like your body feels so good while you're doing it. It's funny, I get a lot of sorry, I'm going on a tangent here, you know, I do this. I have gotten a lot of people uh, communicating with me either individually or um, on the videos. And they're like, thank you so much. I feel so good about that. But the funny thing is, I don't have as many people participating on those mobility days. Now, maybe it's just a function of being Friday. But I think there's a lot of us out there who feel like if we are not sweating and breathing hard and have sore muscles, then we have not been productive in our workouts. So I guess for me, sitting outside is kind of like a mobility workout (laughs) where I know I feel so good after it and I just feel more centered and I feel like I have just had really great quality time with God and I need to do it more often, but I don't always need to. It quiets my mind. It gives me that intentional time with Him. And do I get a directive? Do I get a calling out of every single time that I sit with him? No, I don't. But I feel like he replenishes my soul. He renews me, he renews my mind, he renews my spirit. And it is it enables me to go out and do the things that I need to be doing. But at the same time, I know that intentionally creating that space gives him the possibility or the accessibility of revealing something to me. Now, it might be big, it might be small, I don't even know. But I know that giving that time to God and um, just being quiet about it really lets Him speak to me, fill me, and like I said, renews me. Now, since I heard that whisper of writing, He's taken that, he's grown it, and I've really tried to follow where I feel like he's leading me in doing different things. Hence, I'm not writing, I'm speaking (laughs) on podcasts. But I've really tried to let God lead me and take me to where he wants in different mediums where he feels best, I guess. I don't know, you guys, I'm I'm just out here like... I'm just following and I'm just being obedient and I'm just trying to be faithful. And I don't know that I get it all right, but I I know that God knows my heart. And so I'm just going with where he's going or where he's telling me to go. I have officially started writing a book, which I really hate saying out loud because then it holds me accountable. But I do have one friend who every now and then she's like, how's the book writing coming? But I have been working on that project and that has been really good. I knew uh, when he, I, I, I felt very clear when he told me, he, when he whispered, you know, I want you to write. And I kind of allowed him to grow that, that I, that's when I started the blog. And I really felt him saying, I want, I want you to write a book one day, but not yet. And so I think now, five years later, is the time. That's kind of where I feel like I'm being led, but I'm telling you, it's not easy. 
you think you have a whole lot to write about until you sit down and you write it. (laughs) As the Lenten season comes to an end, and we had the events of Passion Week and Good Friday and Easter, you may be thinking, okay, well, what's next? Or, okay, I'm going back to where I normally, you know, what I normally do. And sometimes we have a tendency just to kind of go back to whatever our normal life is after the Lenten season. I would love to challenge you to consider if you can take a few minutes I'm not even going to say every day, maybe once a week, maybe a couple times a week, wherever you feel led. And I invite you to go sit with God, because I'm sure he's inviting you as well. And again, you don't have to, you don't have to tell him all the great things of why you love him. He knows you love him. You don't have to um, have all of the prayers and all of the right things to say. Just sit in his presence, enjoy being with God, and See what he may reveal to you. You never know. You might be on a podcast one day. (laughs) Okay, sorry. I probably shouldn't have made it all fun. I get a little uncomfortable with seriousness sometimes. Switching gears just a little bit. I do want to remind you, I'm doing Facebook Lives on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays at 8.30 a.m. Central Time. We're there as well. I'm uncomfortable with silence, and I just keep jabbing away, just gabbing away, jibber jabber (laughs) through the whole 30 minutes. So I hope that doesn't bother you. But I do have fun on there. And I love it, love it, love it when you join live, because then I can talk to you. And I can, uh, I can say your name, and it just feels a little bit more of a community because we're not getting that right now. I'm not going to be doing these forever. I will definitely do be doing them through the end of April. And then we will see basically, as long as we are all in quarantine, my plan right now is to continue them. I also want to remind you about the 14 day devotional I have up at gracedhealth.com slash devotional. I really invite you to join or to get that. It's free. And it really does um, take my own personal experiences and my hurt and my hope in uh, combining or intersecting that faith and health. What's the one simple thing I want you to remember? It will not be a surprise. Just go sit with God. Make time for him. He's always there waiting on you. Make sure you join me next week as I'm talking about grace. You know, I'm all about grace. Okay, that is it for today. Go out there and have a grace today. Grace.